Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truths. Sorry to inform you that I do not have a coffee mug today, but I do have a Yeti-like water thingy called Bubba. See that? I I know it's kind of pink. It's actually my wife's. She left it in my office. And uh, finders, keepers, losers, sweepers. I'm a big fan of that verse. Um, That is a verse, right? Uh, But one of you actually gave this to my wife when I was speaking at your church, and I can't for the life of me remember who did that. So if that's you and you want to claim that, I thank you for this because the water has been good. And I've got several people that are trying to convince me, drink less water and uh, less coffee and more water. So I'm trying to do that. Although coffee is pretty much water, just like just maybe like 1% of coffee is actually the caffeine and and 99% is water. So I figure I'll just drink 99% of my coffee and then that way I won't drink the caffeine part. I'm not sure if it works that way, but anyway, today I'm drinking water. Enough of all that. We're in Revelation chapter 14 and uh, we are talking about just the mercy of God in that even at the end Uh, An angel has been dispatched to preach the everlasting gospel to every people group, to every language, every tongue, every kindred, every tribe. What mercy that God has for people, and yet what what rebellion uh, that man has toward God. And we're going to see a little bit of that rebellion in today's episode. So Revelation chapter 14 and verse number 8 uh, where the Bible says, and there followed another angel. So the first angel, a, a messenger of good news, uh, the bringer of the gospel, the preacher of the everlasting good news about Jesus. Uh, but then the Bible says another angel, another angel uh, that followed saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city Because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. So um, because of this Babylon, people will be judged. That's the wine of wrath. Uh, Because people have sided with, have related with Babylon. The, The strong word here is fornication. And think about that word fornication for a moment. Uh, It's a sinful, temporary pleasure that will bring a permanent destruction and, and, and judgment. And that's the point. So who is Babylon? Babylon uh, represents the world system and the, the, the intentions of, the, the way of the evil one. Uh, from the beginning of the introduction of Babylon in the Bible, whether that be the Tower of Babel and Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord against God, uh, a people that, that have assembled themselves against God, or even Babylon itself as a nation. Remember Nebuchadnezzar 
and the the image of gold and the image and the uh, that he set up to worship himself and so throughout the bible uh, babylon has always symbolized uh, immorality and idolatry and rebellion against god whether it be the feast of belshazzar or the 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 idol of nebuchadnezzar or the the Tower of Babel itself, Babylon has always represented a a united effort to rebel against God, to worship itself, to do what it wants. And the Bible says here that Babylon has fallen, is fallen, that great city. And so can man be great for a season? Sure. Can he vaunt himself and do great, wondrous things? Absolutely. And and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. But all of what the devil incentivizes and all of what man can do must utterly crash. And the Bible teaches here that at the end, uh, the lamentation and the judge, judgment message of this angel will be Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, that great city. And she drinks of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Uh, God's judgment is imminent. God's judgment is sure. Uh, God's judgment is final. And so we saw last episode that before judgment came, uh, the gospel came, the everlasting gospel. Repent, turn to God, right? And uh, judgment is coming, it's imminent. So God does not judge without warning. God does not judge without a, uh, a, a preceding mercy, but God does judge. And we have to view God's mercy, and we have to view God's grace and God's love and God's offers of redemption all in the context of a coming judgment. And so both are true. Uh, mercy and grace preceded judgment, but judgment surely is coming. And the second angel was here to announce it. Look at verse number nine and the third angel. So now we see three verses, three angels in succession, the angel of the everlasting gospel. Uh, Number one, the angel of the, the announcement of judgment, number two. And now number three, the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast, and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Remember, we talked about all of this back in chapter number 13, verses 16 and 17. So now we see, okay, if a person has received the mark, if a person has willingly subscribed to the the uh, the Antichrist, his message of rebellion against God, the blasphemies that he has uh, uttered and ushered against God, then that is obviously a a, a symbol, a, a a an indication that he has rebelled against God. He has rejected God. So, what then is the judgment on human beings? in this season that have ultimately and finally shaken their fist at God, who have rejected God, rejected the message of God that God has faithfully given to them. What is the message to them by this third angel? Look at verse number 10. 
the same, these rebels against God, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of of his indignation. Boy, uh, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. And there comes a time when uh, people must face the piper, right? And they're facing the wrath of God. He that being often reproved, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. God does not take pleasure in the uh, the, the, the in, in the death of the wicked. Uh, God uh, is willing that all should come to repentance, but people make their choices. And when choices are made, uh, judgment finally will be rendered. And the Bible says here in verse number 10 that without mixture, so obviously in, in Bible days when uh, the wine was made, uh, there would be a paste uh, that would be a uh, pure uh, fermented grapes or whatever the, 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 the fruit happened to be, uh, dates or whatever it was, and the water would be added to dilute it. To, so there would be a sweetness and, and, and the right uh, could concoction, if you will. Uh, undiluted wine was bitter. Uh, straight wine was was uh, hard to drink and hard to stomach, and and that's what this is talking about. That without mixture, the wrath of God is brought down upon these rebels of God, hard to swallow, a bitter taste, bitter. Look at verse number ten, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So final judgment will be rendered, and the final rendering of judgment will be death in the lake of fire. Now, I don't like that any more than you do. Uh, I hate to talk about that, but we've got to talk about it just as often as the Bible does. If we're to be faithful Bible readers, if we're to be faithful Bible students, if we're to be faithful Bible teachers— understanding that Jesus spoke more of judgment and of hell than he did of heaven. Why? Because it's in warning of the wrath to come. It's in warning of these awful days that sometimes repentance is effected. And so the Bible teaches about the fire and brimstone and the judgment of these rebels of God in the presence of the holy angels, like some kind of a divine jury. And the pre- and witnesses in the presence of the Lamb as one that does the judging. Remember that all judgment. Jesus said this himself in John chapter five. All judgment is given unto the Son, unto the Lamb. So in any courtroom, uh, there must be those that stand for the law, like the judge. In any execution, law enforcement is represented. A witness is there to witness the, the final act of judgment. Maybe it's a capital offense and uh, that it's going to be a hanging or, uh, uh, or a uh, lethal injection or a firing squad or whatever the case may be, that there is a witness to, there's the authority of, a one under whom the auspices of this is taking place. And that's what's happening here. That in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb, uh, as the final testator, 
to the fact that you have rebelled against me. You have rejected me. You have chosen your own sin. You have chosen your own way. You have rejected the everlasting gospel. You are found guilty. Wow, what a sad day this is. And then the Bible says in verse number 11, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. They have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. So these that have ultimately rejected God will suffer an eternal punishment in hell, in the lake of fire. Wow. I mean, it just gives me a pit in my stomach to even read verses like that, let alone declare them. And yet the Bible is very explicit about the fate of those who knowingly rebel, who knowingly reject the Lamb's offer of salvation. Wow, what a sober thing for us to consider. Verse number 12, here is the patience of the saints. And this is one of the this is one of the things that keeps a saint persevering. The patience me here means perseverance, the ability to keep on going on. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So um, we have uh, a contrast, don't we, between those that have rejected and those who have endured, those that have believed, those whose obedience indicates their belief. We'll talk about them next episode because we're out of time for today. So thanks as always for joining us. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. Looking forward to jumping into verse number uh, 13, uh, next episode. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.